Well, hello there. Hello. <laughs> I thought I'd bring some energy. <laughs> you changed it up. I was like, let's let's go in nice and loud. <laughs> I I like it. I like it. It was a bit surprising, but it's it's good. <laughs> There we go. That's the energy we need for for uh, podcast. Yes. Hi, everybody. Hello. Welcome Hello. to Katie and Lily K to a podcast. I am Katie, and I am Lily K, not Troy Baker. Still, <laughs> <laughs> we're sticking with that, are we? Yeah. Okay. I like it. I, it's it's okay. like it's. I don't know. It, it, I'm just hoping in a miracle, honestly. Like we we are trying to get him to to come on the show. Uh, but but um, we shall see. Yeah, I will just bully him. Just, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you do with a direct line. Yeah. Oh, well. Yes. Anyway. Just a time. So, bit. how are we today, my love? Uh, you know, still alive. It's Still alive. Hey, that's all we can ask for. Yes, I, I think so. Uh, and how are you? Still alive. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we are both still alive, which is a good news for our listeners and for us Yeah, as well. I mean, that's, you know, helpful for us considering... <laughs> There's two of us on this podcast, yeah. and it would be kind of boring if there was just the one. <laughs> I mean, it would be weird. I, I yeah. think it's it's just gonna be like you know. And what do you think, Katie? I don't know, Katie. Like, what do you think? I don't know. It's like, um, no, it's not working. <laughs> we, we... Let me just vamp into nothing. Uh... Yeah. I, I and we I I think we have to mention that we will have a really exciting episode where there are actually gonna be five of us. Oh yeah, that's Ooh. gonna be uh, uh an insane uh moment when <laughs> we get that done yes it's it's gonna be i don't know how we're gonna handle it but uh mm. at the same time the team that we choose uh i i think it's gonna be cool it's it's gonna yeah, be a little the, uh, movie fight it, feeling <laughs> yes uh, i think we're gonna have a, a pretty good discussion i think probably for that episode we could we could do it on like a, a zoom call or something because um, maybe yeah yeah it, it then sh- we can should be better a tiny bit see everybody and everything yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, I am I am trying to get you to do it in a video form as well. So yeah, uh, at some point, I'm 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 still getting you know my my feet in with uh, this voice stuff. Yes, um, fair enough. We'll, we'll, we will get we'll get in with the video stuff um, at some point. I'm sure. Yes, 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 most definitely. So you can guys actually watch us on on YouTube as well. Hopefully, <laughs> in soon ish. Yeah, I mean, if they were to be watching me right now, they'd see that I'm currently wearing a pink and spotty dressy gown. So. Oh, hello. <laughs> it was cold, so I put a dressing gown on. So. It's okay. I, I have my, my uh, Joker t-shirt on, um, so I am very friendly today. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, um, I'm wearing I'm wearing a Critical Role t-shirt. So, oh, um, well I'm, done. I'm vibing. Well done. Lovely. I like Lovely that. Cable t-shirt. I like that. I had to get a related T-shirt because I I didn't order any actually. So, mm. uh, so I can feel okay. like I am part of the group. Oh. Yeah, I got to get on that at some point. Yeah. This is you know <laughs> international shipping and all that. Oh, it's a bit. It's a bit too much. Let's let's be yeah. honest. Yeah. <laughs> One yeah. day, one day, one day. we will it. we will get there. Um, so, uh, what are we talking about today, my love? Oh, we we're gonna uh, look at the magical word of prequels sequels remakes reboots and and that's it is it that i i think that's it i think i think you got them all yeah yes <laughs> yes i am so good <laughs> aka the hollywood system right now uh... uh yes yes i i would say that it's the curse of um hollywood right now a little bit i would i i would agree with you in in that sense yeah i think the um 
yeah, I mean, if we, we want to get straight into it, um, yeah, it let, is, let. it's an issue, uh, I think, <laughs> at the moment um, that, uh, okay, actually, here's, here's where I stand with it currently. Okay. I'm not against any of the above. I'm not against the prequel, sequel, you know, reboot. Remake. Remaster, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> um, what I f- find frustrating is that it seems to be the only thing. Yep that Hollywood is insistent on making at the moment. It's like, it, it's the fact that with so many prevalent, uh, you know, reboots and, and um, sequels and prequels and blah, mm. blah, blah, blah. Um, it's flushed out any kind of original content yep. within Hollywood. Mm. And that makes me sad because then we don't get anything cool and new and, and exciting. Because, I mean, w- w- what is the point in, in this movie making machine if we're not, telling new stories exactly you know yeah oh i agree um i don't necessarily have a problem with it yeah uh, to a certain extent like um when i feel like that it's i don't know i don't know what word to use not necessary but it's a good thing i would say um then I, i i i just i just don't mind it but um there are just some cases like i don't have any problems with reboots if they are done right um yeah. by the way let's let's put out a little information so reboots is when they completely restart something yeah R- remakes is when they take a story and they remake it put an upgrade on it um, yeah. um prequels are the origin stories basically to something that we already know about and sequels so- is is what is sequels? Oh my god. The, the ones that come after the original yes. film. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. For a second there, my brain just stopped working. I, I was like, like sequels is, is probably the easiest one to define. Yeah. But okay. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. It's, it's, I don't know. I don't have a good excuse. I'm, I'm just dumb. <laughs> just having a brain smooth moment. It yeah. happens to the best of us. It, it does. It does. Um, so, I don't have a problem with reboots. However, hmm. remakes, uh, that's a, that's a different story for me. Um, if it is done really, really well, I don't mind it. Like, yeah, okay, let's do it. But then now they grab movies that just you just don't touch them. Like, no, just yeah, just get your hands off them. Like, I heard the rumor that they want to uh, remake Shawshank Redemption, and I was like, fuck no. Like, that's <laughs> like at that point you're kind of like, but why? 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 why right why just, just why like if i was gonna get i was gonna do a rest for sentence but you know what just multiple whys i think says it enough it's that sort of thing like that film like we, you and i watched that film very recently i yes. had the pleasure of being kind of put in the spotlight to to watch that movie with um with our our, our patreon thing uh relator um and I, it, it, the movie had to hold up in every respect there's nothing that about that film that doesn't feel like it still fits in the it's kind it's kind of timeless it is in in its in its storytelling so it's kind of like well what what could you possibly do with this that's gonna make it any different or right? interesting for the modern era right uh, yeah ju- you just there are some movies that you just don't touch like like yeah. just don't even think about it like one of them are social redemption for mm. like, like that's a hundred percent and i heard i don't know who said it exactly but i i think it was I'm not sure. It was a producer. That's 100% mm. sure. And uh, he basically said that they are doing these remakes because the new generation are not going to watch old movies. And I was like, uh, that doesn't make any sense. Like, <laughs> I I get 
where they're coming from because there are going to be some movies that I think I might not necessarily watch um, or at least they come to naturally, you know, it's that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Um, but if you, I think if you're going to remake a movie, you got to take it from further back than like 30 years ago, you know, it's like, you got to, you got to go from, if you're going to remake a movie, you got to make it from, you know, the, I don't know, the mid sixties or, or, or even earlier than that. You've got to find something that, that people are really, that, that might have fallen under the radar mm-hmm. a bit, you know? Well, the reason um, I, I don't agree with it is, is because there are just timeless classics and yeah i mean i absolutely agree just don't touch them like if honestly uh i think the best example for this is any because any was a really really good musical uh and it's i think it's 1981 or 82 something like Mm -hmm. that and they remade it uh and don't get me wrong, the remake was cute, but it didn't even come close to the original one. Um, I quite like the, the idea that they had behind remaking Annie, though. They, they, it's like, yeah. I, I, I like the fact that they brought it, um, they, they, you know, they had a whole black cast and they made it, they actually did something slightly more interesting with it instead of yeah, just yeah, being yeah, like, yeah. here's a carbon copy of the movie that we made before. It's like they brought something new to the table with it. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen it, um, but I, you know, they've got like a, a, a whole great cast with it and everything. So I can see oh, definitely. The, the idea behind it. Yeah. Um, yeah, the idea it, it, was was great. I'm not gonna say that it wasn't, and I yeah. actually I did enjoy the new Annie. I know a lot of people didn't like. <laughs> it's it's just out there, but at the same time, I felt like that they could have just literally grabbed this cast and do a mm. completely different story with them. That would have worked a, a lot better. They've um, done, right, make something interesting. Yeah, that is original. But do you wonder then if um, uh, a studio would have picked up a different story with that cast? Even if it was similar to Annie, uh, I mean, I because that... I think that's that's a big thing. Um, uh, I think with with Hollywood at the moment, so you can't. It, it's hard to come out with um, like an an original story, especially with a cast that is um, you know, fully mm. uh, full of people of color. Yeah, uh, that it has like uh, I don't know a black woman who is a director behind it you know yeah, 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 like yeah. they just ruin it it's like they, it's like these people don't exist to hollywood because it's like god yeah. forbid that we actually get more interesting and diverse storytellers behind the camera actually making big movies that people do want to see looking at black panther <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah like come on i i it's so sad to think about it but at the same time i think Things are finally changing, um, just to name a few things before we go back to our original topic, like mm-hmm. Lovecraft Country. Um, oh, yeah. I mean... um, Antebellum uh, that just came out from Steve. Oh, Martin. yeah. Antebellum looks really interesting. It's really, really good. Uh, and then what else should we say? Uh, Black Panther was obviously I mean, the flagship of the whole that thing. Was, that was the key, I mean, a huge uh, deal. I mean, Moonlight is a big one. Uh, Moonlight, um, yeah, definitely. Uh, I, I still need to get around to watching both that and if Beale Street could talk because I heard both of them were oh, gorgeous. Oh, God. Yes. Um, uh, and it's like, yeah, I can see that there are. You, there are more of them than there were before, but it, I still don't think it's good enough. And I think that is a big part of... Oh, I, I, agree. I know you said we should get back to, but I think it really ties into this culture of, of sequels and remakes and all that sort of stuff. Because with all the, with this sort of stuff prevailing in the uh, Hollywood system, in, 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 in the box office and everything, mm. um, we're not making room for original content. And that means original content by uh, filmmakers that we don't, we we haven't heard from enough you know 
Yeah, no, I and and it's I not agree. because they're out there trying not trying to make movies or anything. It's just that they don't have the opportunities because because yeah, Hollywood's yeah, yeah. such an incestuous system. Yeah, that um, thrives on nepotism and everything. Uh, I agree. I uh, yes, <laughs> yes, you're a hundred percent right. But uh, for example, um, Jordan Peele is, I think one of the greatest directors that just appeared basically uh, i mean he's fantastic fantastic get out us it's just the master i have to watch us i have it on dvd and i, oh, I have, uh, haven't have got around to watching watch it. it yet but i watched get out and i thought it was brilliant oh my god like it's it, the, the whole tone of it and everything is stunning just stunning um, um and that's why i was like i was i was happy and i was a bit taken aback when mm. uh, they announced that he's gonna do twilight zone as well because I've heard really good things about that Twilight Zone. Um, yeah, but it, it, it's because of, you know, like, let's remake Twilight Zone. And I'm like, do we need it? And then I saw his name and I was like, okay, yeah, okay. Okay, now yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm I coming. Think, I actually think um, Twilight Zone is, is actually quite a good one to bring back in that sort of um, respect. Mm, because yeah. the whole, uh, one, it's been a very long time since uh, we've had, since the Twilight Zone's been on TV. Mm. Yeah, and yeah. two... Because it's like a, a um, uh, anthology sort of. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really the word of it. Each episode is its individual, its own individual, individual story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can bring lots of new ideas to the table with it. That's, so yeah. it actually suits like a modern day um, sort of setup because you have you can start you can use the concept of it to tell hmm. modern stories yes yes i i agree so i was like i i was convinced because of jordan <laughs> i'm not gonna yeah. lie like i was like oh, okay i think a lot of people were <laughs> and and i am glad that honestly uh i can feel the changes coming but not at the um, not at the pace at that we pace, really yes, it, I think yes. it should be. Uh, but uh, but it's it's definitely coming, which is I think it's an amazing thing. And uh, there are amazing movies coming out um, uh, that involve people of color, and I am just mm. in love with them. I'm not gonna lie that like <laughs> I'm I'm like I'm in like just come in. I'm coming. <laughs> and um, you know, for, for example, I just discovered this, and I am over the moon uh, by this fact is mm. uh, Marvel's new movie uh, Eternals uh, which can mm. feature Angelina Jolie who I am in love with I'm not gonna <laughs> uh, she is my woman crush um, her, her, her perfect cheekbones oh and everything. my god she is just and she's an amazing human being uh, and I just found out uh, as you may all know by now that Train to Busan is my favorite Korean movie easily and mm. one of the main characters in that was uh, played by Dong Seok Ma and uh, he's gonna come into Eternals. He's coming oh, cool. over to to finally do you know Hollywood projects as well. And uh, he actually got the role because of Train to Busan, as I found out. And mm. it's gonna be a pretty big one for him. So I'm like, yes, my guys, just and girls and everyone, just just <laughs> bring in the international talent as well. I yep. love it. I honestly, I live for these things. Like uh, there are so many amazing like i am in a korean um week month whatever i'm just watching korean movies right now and tv shows and everything so i'm like they have so many fucking amazing directors producers writers uh sure amazing stories and so 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 good actors that i am mm. like why why don't you grab them like let's bring them over they need to be seen uh by a bigger audience as well because it is fucking awesome. I just can't stress this enough. And I am so glad to see that 
maybe slowly well definitely slowly but it's it's kind of happening it's we we are getting there nice and slow and i'm like i live for it i'm not gonna lie Mm. i i am like yes please (laughs) do you think that i mean i i I like the idea of bringing more international stars Mm. into uh western movies so we get to kind of have that kind of crossover but do you think we should be making more space for international movies in oh oh yeah 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 oh 100%. 100%. Because I think I think we can't do one and then leave out the other because then you leave out like yeah, this yeah, whole yeah. world of, of um you know excellent cinema that we we get to miss. I mean uh, I think we, I know we brought it up before but obviously Parasite really oh. blew everybody away. Yeah yeah. Uh, yeah. And how um and it, I think that was a, for a lot of people one of the first movies that they probably gone to the cinema to see that um you know had subtitles and wasn't entirely in a different right? language. Right? Um <laughs> And we need that. I, I, and I, we absolutely need that. We need both ends. We need yeah. the international movies coming in more yeah. and more. And uh, we need international actors coming in to to the bigger uh, Hollywood movies as well. Because they have some amazing skills that needs to be seen by the world. Either by their own uh, uh, movies or, mm. you know, just featuring them in, in bigger productions as well. And, and honestly... Um, I am I am here for it. I am here for all of it. Like I was surprised. I just told my brother yesterday that uh, our local cinema here in Hungary is mm. uh, now they have Peninsula on on the program, oh, great. and I was like, "What? Like, what? <laughs> really? Like, what?" <laughs> so I was like, "Over the moon." I I don't know how it's doing here. I didn't check it, but it's like mm. yes, like finally guys uh obviously it's here because train to busan was a big thing here as well thank god uh well deserved and all that you know that it's okay yeah <laughs> uh but uh but still like we are finally have like a korean movie in a hungarian cinema like spectacular it's it's amazing i i love it i live for it and this is where i have to bring in that i just hate the fact that hollywood wants to remake train to busan and I'm like, yeah, that's exactly that. That is see that there's there's where part of the sort of cancer of Hollywood comes in, where it's like, oh, look, an international movie that's done very well. What if we take it and make it American? And it's like, yeah. oh god, guys, can you just just not? Could you just I don't know, maybe just let the people who told the story in the first place actually. Why don't you just showcase that story instead of trying to yep. make it again? Because yep. somebody already made that movie. And, and it's, it's you know you can watch it. It's it's available. It's for, yeah, like... <laughs> available to be seen. Just don't make it American. It, it's it is not necessary on any level. Just don't make it again. Just, just yeah, just fucking leave it alone. Like showcase this movie that already exists and then yeah. and, and and done. And yeah, exactly. When I heard that they want to remake it, I was like, oh fuck no, like. <laughs> Just... It's like it is. It's it's so prevalent at the moment where everything's like, oh, we're going to remake this, or we're going to adapt this thing into a TV show. I believe um, one that comes to mind that it still boggles my mind is the fact that they took Heather's and turned it yes. into a TV show. That uh, and I was like, mm-hmm. um, and apparently, like, I didn't watch it, but I, apparently, they kind of missed the point yep. of Heather's in the not, first. Not just kind of. Not they. They really okay, completely. It. <laughs> uh, it was like okay, so you guys just um, okay, cool. I'm, I'm glad that you actually paid attention to the source material that you're trying to make this into. Yeah. Meanwhile, the musical that they made out of Heather's is Ooh, brilliant. It is brilliant. That's <laughs> so true. It's like one of the best things out there i'm like living for it it's uh, great i watched um i watched it i watched it um i watched it uh, 
and I, I listened to the soundtrack a bunch and it was just like this is genuinely impressive and I, yeah. I quite like that's an interesting point actually because I think there's a lot of musicals that have graced Broadway in, mm. in recent years that have been adaptations of movies Broadway, there's yeah. a there's a Sleepless in Seattle one that's currently going on uh, on the West End um, uh, I, I, I found out recently there's a Groundhog Day musical which kind of baffled me yep. a little bit yeah um, I heard about it too. I, uh, I, I wonder about this as, as a trend because um, I don't know that much about uh, Broadway as an industry not so much uh, comparatively speaking to mm you know, the film industry and all that jazz. So I don't know if this is like an issue or if people are embracing this idea or what. But I find it interesting that there are, are in pretty much all of our entertainment industries, there, there's people being like, oh, what if we take this thing and we make it into this? Um, like, we, like we do it again, but we make it slightly make, different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I do not mind it. Uh, mm. like that's uh, definitely something that I embrace since I am coming from a theater background as well and right. um, for example my biggest heartaches is because of this whole COVID things is one of my biggest mm. heartaches that uh, they made a Prince of Egypt musical and right. it was always one of my favorite um, animated movies um, and I was so excited to see it on Broadway uh, mm. well not on Broadway on, on the West End um, yeah and then, you know, we had the tickets and everything and they had to cancel it because lockdown yeah. was, you know, announced and everything. So we got we, we got the money back and it didn't matter at all because I was just heartbroken that I couldn't go and watch it. Uh, they uploaded clips uh, of the cast singing those beautiful, beautiful songs. Uh, and I was so glad that they barely touched them. Like they did do a tiny bit of yeah, improvement you, of the songs you've got to do like a bit of remaking for, for the stage and yeah, everything yeah uh but they didn't touch the songs that made that animated film so great and mm. uh, and i was really looking forward to it but i for example what was a surprise for me is that i know that war horse uh is something that exists on stage as well and i couldn't imagine Definitely. how and <laughs> it's one of the greatest things i'm not gonna lie like i when i watched it i i was ecstatic afterwards because it gave such a different experience in the best way possible uh, that I was like oh yes and uh, I also know that there's a Life of Pi uh, um, play as well which is is that yeah I don't know about this yeah and it's like how how are you making that into a theater play I was like I was just i mean know, i'm fascinated i it, think it that is. could be kind of fun actually yeah oh definitely it has really good reviews i unfortunately didn't have the chance to watch it but i heard just spectacular things about it and um you know there's harry potter that basically it's not you know it's from the book that rowling wrote um mm. uh, from the play basically um uh, but uh, still like it's a continuation of the of the whole harry potter storyline and it's like they can do so many things now in theaters as well that mm. I, I think it's amazing how they test their own boundaries. And yeah. um, and I think we can thank it mainly to The Lion King. Because... Yeah, um, honestly, I, I, I think I can see what you mean there, yeah. Like, the things that they invented for The Lion King, and and now they are basically used everywhere. Uh, the Warhorse was uh, based on the same build-up and everything as they used for The Lion King and, and the yeah. animals in there. And it's like, it's amazing to see 
like what we humans can do uh <laughs> like it's it just blows my mind away and honestly like my biggest dream <laughs> was actually uh, i did have an audition for it is is to play in um in prince of egypt uh but uh, i was i was too short it's my favorite oh, no. yeah, i i love it i heard that so many times that it's, oh, it's it just, the worst. It just like, i'm too short me. and and yeah and and i gotta say i i was too short like i i saw the cast and they are all just taller than me like okay. I, I know it's um not I'm gonna just go off, off topic for like a second, um, but I I saw Hamilton for my 21st birthday. It was mm-hmm. my kind of present to myself. I I bought the tickets like a year and a half in advance, um, uh, and uh, with my I took my mother to see it with me, and we were up on one of the top balconies mm-hmm. in in the theater that we went to and on the West End, um, and we were looking down at everybody. And I swear to God, the guy who played Hamilton himself, mm-hmm. I swear was about a foot taller than everybody else on the cast and i don't know if it was just because of the the angle that we were looking at but it was like i swear every time he walked up to the next one i was like i can't tell if he's really tall or everyone else is just quite short <laughs> well maybe i mean every, obviously <laughs> i won't get i mean like everybody in that cast was freaking phenomenal and the and the play was incredible um seeing it live and everything um i just it was really funny to me sitting from that angle and being like man is he just really tall or is everybody else just short Oh my god, I, I, that's, like, that's another heartache that I haven't seen Hamilton on stage, like, that's on the list, mm. I, I have to, um, uh, but I agree, like, it, I, you know how many times I heard that I am too short, it's, Ugh. like, we are at the countless point, I just can't even count it anymore, um, that's uh, one of my favorite excuses, uh, because sometimes I do think that they just use it as an excuse, like, oh, you're Honestly, too short. Honestly, wouldn't surprise me, it's like, I'm too short, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's the easiest sure. thing to say, <laughs> especially when you really are short. It's like okay, fair enough. Happens. It's it's yeah. better than getting the you are too ugly for this uh, production. I got that's that as just well. Rude. I mean, it's just rude. It is, uh, but uh, we can deny that it happens. It happened. Good I mean, well. obviously, yeah. I I'm <laughs> not. I'm. I will not say that it doesn't happen. I just think it's frankly, uh, you know what? It's disgusting and, it is. and just overly rude and it's like if you're going to be doing this you can it's like you, you've got a bunch of people who are going to be putting themselves out there for your benefit mm. you can at least be polite you know yes. it, that's what i always said like i do like, understand you, that you're think not what you like yeah think what you like just don't say it to it's like you you be polite to the people who are coming in to do this thing for you you know exactly like you know i understand that you're not looking for someone like me but just don't be rude about it like if if you honestly think that i don't have the talent that you need that's fine like okay i understand you don't think i'm a good singer you don't think i can dance blah 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 okay i understand but don't be like fucking disrespectful and say that i am i am ugly and i heard so many things that sometimes i am surprised on myself that i didn't hit anybody because at at one (laughs) point it 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 got to a point where i was like it, it didn't happen uh, because the thing that they say to me, it happened because of the thing that they say to my uh, partner in that scene. Uh, we went to this audition. It was for a big movie. I'm not going to say which one because I'm like, I just don't even care about them anymore. And mm. uh, we had to audition for a brother-sister um, pair. And uh, he's gay. He's an awesome person. And as soon as he steps on stage, he can change into a straight person like Tip! Otherwise, he's like your very feminine gay uh, person, and he's awesome. I see. Uh, so 
he obviously we stepped on we started uh, doing the whole audition and he changed it up as usual and then when mm. you know they said that it was enough they heard enough and and he went back to his bubbly self uh, mm. which i just adore and, and then this woman dares to tell us that they're not gonna hire us because my friend is too gay and i was like uh, like <laughs> What like I I, I just had budget my microphone. <laughs> I I almost had a fight with the, with that woman. I'm not gonna lie. I was like, you you can honestly say that. Like, uh, first of all, it is very disrespectful uh, in my honest opinion, and I saw that it hurt him like a lot. Mm. Uh, and uh, second of all, why does it matter? Because you can't see it on his performance. Like, um, yeah, like. So what's the point? And I think they were just looking for uh, something to say and uh, they choose the wrong one. So I almost had a fight with that woman. I was like, you you just can't do that to people. Like you can't discriminate us based on our sexual orientation or anything like that. Like it's just, no, <laughs> it's not working, my friend. Uh, so yeah, that was an interesting <laughs> I, experience. I say this every so often uh, when I hear stories like that or just other vague stories from Hollywood where I just go, sometimes I think Hollywood was a mistake. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I regularly think that, honestly. There are times where I'm just like, Jesus Christ. That, I mean, we're, we're at a point now, bringing it back to topic, um, where we're stuck in this cycle of making making things again, making sequels to the things that have already yeah. come out because they've made a bunch of money. Yeah. Instead of recognizing like we're the the business is you're making stories surely we should be spending more time figuring out what stories we want to have told rather than figuring out which stories are going to be like profitable you know it's Mm -hmm. like it's like and you can even see in the numbers half the time where it's like certain sequels will do way worse or um or even in the the critics reviews where they're like this was not necessary yeah 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 Yeah, i I just Uh, it got to a point where it's it's getting a bit too much. Yeah. It's like, I don't... In cases, I just don't mind it. I honestly don't. Like, uh, for example, when they announced Jurassic World, I was like, I, I almost jumped out of my own skin. I'm not gonna lie. Like, Jurassic Park is something that I will always love, always adore. I don't care what anybody else says. Uh, is just a big thing for me. And I am now on the same level with the Jurassic World movies and I didn't mind them at all. And I know that, you know, as as the example shows, nobody else did either. So <laughs> it's like, I don't mind it in that case. Um, but uh, when you grab something that worked perfectly fine originally and it was, it was perfectly fine as it was before and you just... Mm. You just make it into this stupid mess because I don't have a better word for it. Like um, one of the good examples for this is um, a French movie, which I don't remember the title of, but I will um, look it up. Let, 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 let me let me let me look it up. Um, it was a really big movie. Wait, wait, oh wait. yeah, I, I honestly I don't know where you're going with this, otherwise I would try and help. <laughs> I, I will have it. it un, untouchables? Untouch I think it was Untouchables. Uh, I don't remember the English title. Uh give me oh. one sec. Yes, it was Untouchable. So it was a really big French movie. And it was perfectly, perfectly done. Uh it was funny, it has 
uh, it had a lot of heart. Uh, people loved it in the US. They they loved it everywhere. Basically, it got to festivals and uh, it came out in 2012, I think. Uh, but like fairly recently. And then uh-huh. Amazon grabs that story and uh-huh. turns it into the upside uh, and puts Kevin Hart and Brian Cranston in there because they just wanted oh, to put big names right. in there. And it's like, okay, n- no, like it wasn't necessary. Like why? I didn't. Re- I did not know that that was um that was a remake. Yeah, it was. It was be- interesting because for me that was uncalled for. Like mm. you already have a perfectly beautifully done movie and then you just have to make it like with in the case of train to busan where i don't understand why do you want to uh, make it in into an american it, version like, yeah i mean it is that sort of thing of like i don't i don't understand the logic behind taking a movie that's already that's just come out as yeah. well like a movie that's not even like five years old mm. and being like we're gonna make this again it's like but why what's yeah. the point right what is the point I, I I don't I like who benefits here? Is do you actually think this is going to make enough money? Uh, just making it again. Um, you're wasting a bunch of people's time because this story has already been told. You know? Yeah. Like I just don't see the point because a lot of the time it just it just gets worse. <laughs> like let's be honest. Like it's really rare that they grab an international movie or even their own movie and then just turn it into something better. It's really rare. It's like from the top of my head, I can't even say one right now. I just no, honestly, can't think of anything I, right now. It's just not coming to me. And uh, but I can say a bunch that it was like just. It wasn't bad, bad, but it was like why did we need this like i just don't get it um so well i do know one that i personally really enjoyed and uh, you know obviously disney is in in a big renaissance of you know remaking their animated classics into live action uh you gotta say what you're gonna say but i think we should talk more about this in a second oh yes definitely um but for me for example i love mulan I love the live mm-hmm. action version as well because while it was a remake, they did what a remake had to do and they grabbed what was good in it, what worked best, and they upgraded it with their own spin on it, which I really, mm. really enjoyed. Uh, and I know a lot of people are like, I, I just honestly, like I heard so many reasons why people don't like it. And what I hate about it is they shoot like, one percent of the movie in an area where um, uh, they have like a, a Muslim uh, concentration camp or something like that, but it, it wasn't even proven. It's uh, uh, even if it happened, it was like basically the cameraman and and the sound guy there, and they just took shots of uh, of the Chinese landscape because otherwise the whole movie was shot in uh, New Zealand. So hating on the movie without seeing it because of this is for me, it's like, I don't get it, but I sort to get it, but I don't really. So I don't, I don't know yeah. where to stand I with it. I <laughs> don't know enough about it. So I'm not going to speak on it because yeah. I haven't seen the movie and I don't know enough about all of the, the issues that people have with it. Um, so it's, it's like, I don't think I have enough information to really make any yeah, comments yeah. on it. So instead I will pivot a little bit to um, this uh, thing that Disney is doing a lot of at the moment and mm. taking their old animated movies and creating them in a live action context. Yes. Um, 
I'm not against the idea of them doing it. Me neither. And I know that might be a bit, uh, it, I think that, that might be a bit controversial for some people, but I actually, I don't think it's a terrible idea. I just think maybe they're choosing the wrong properties to be doing it with. What do you mean? Um, uh, like, I don't know, I, I, I saw, personally, I saw Beauty and the Beast uh, in the cinema twice. wasn't intentional, but I really enjoyed it. Um, Beauty and the Beast was a big movie for me as a kid. I didn't watch that many you know, Disney princess yeah. titles, but Beauty and the Beast was actually one of the ones that I did watch quite a lot of. I'm seeing it again, and I thought everybody it was great. I know that a lot of people weren't big on Emma Watson singing, but I honestly don't think it's that bad. Yeah. Um, uh, but I think that they could do something really interesting with properties like treasure planet or atlantis like these movies that like these disney movies that got like kind of left behind but actually could be fucking amazing if they made it into like a live action thing like imagine a live action atlantis oh my god oh my god yes I mean, like that could be incredible. I would live for uh, that movie. I'm not gonna lie. Treasure Planet is a fucking great movie yep. that completely got just washed away. Yep. Um, and it's like imagine that with like some incredible, like, uh, you know, special effects and everything. Mm. I just think that could be gorgeous. Um, yeah, I just I'm I'm not against the idea because I know that there are going to be there are going to be kids that aren't going to end up seeing like there are a bunch of disney movies that i haven't even fucking seen mm. um because um you know they, they are, i never grew up with them or I, they just were you know there were, there were properties that my you know my parents never showed me like i haven't seen i haven't seen snow white i haven't seen bambi my mom refuses to watch bambi because of the content and she's <laughs> like i'm never seeing that movie um i haven't seen um i haven't seen i haven't seen cinderella i know mm. that they've already done that one already but like <laughs> there were just a bunch of them so i can imagine that and in many ways these are going to be the versions that that kids are going to end up seeing and um, i'm not saying that they shouldn't watch the original uh, animation ones like i i haven't mm. watched the lion king but i heard that that one was a bit like it's a bit yeah. dry yeah. um which is kind of like well then you, you should just watch the original lion king because it's already incredible as it is um, but like you know, we we've those stories. The stories like Beauty and the Beast are already retellings of classic fairy tales. Yeah. yeah. So it's not out of the ordinary. Yeah. To be kind of making them again, I'm like, um. But at the same time, you kind of want to you you kind of want to turn to Disney and go, okay, but you can still make other things as well. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um... <laughs> there are, there are... It's it's that thing again of just being like you can't just take this one thing and do it a bunch. You kind of have to diversify a bit. Yeah. Especially as they seem to own everything now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On that, I agree with you a hundred percent. Like, uh, even as a child, I watched every Disney movie. I'm I'm mm. I'm that person. I am. I love animated movies. I will always mm. love them. And um, I watched all of them. And even watching them back then, I was thinking about what it would look like as a live action version. Yeah. Um, so it was it was always on my mind. And when they first announced Cinderella, that was the first thing that they did. Um, yeah. I was like, okay, I'm, I I like this because I already I was already suspicious that they will do it with a lot more of their own properties. I mean, it was kind of that sort of thing of like, we'll test this, and if it does well. Uh, yeah. We'll make more of we, them. We will make more of them. And and it did well. And I honestly... I and didn't they made mind. more of them. <laughs> yeah, I didn't mind the Cinderella movie. I think it was fun. It was beautifully done. Helena Bonham Carter as the fairy godmother was amazing. 
as always she's always amazing um and uh, and you know it was it was a fun movie to watch because they grabbed what was really fun in the original one and mm. they put their own spin on it and i loved yeah. it like and then when they announced beauty and the beast which was a big thing for me when i was a kid mm. uh i was like oh okay i really like this but if you leave on the music i will fucking murder you so when they actually <laughs> I, yeah I, I i listened to that soundtrack after the movie oh came my out. I, I me too. um it was I, I amazingly done like i just think it's gorgeous and i love the song that they gave to uh dan stevens yes from the beat. like evermore yes. is Gorgeous. gorgeous i did not realize that dan stevens could sing until this movie but right jesus christ yeah. <laughs> right it was like and luke evans as gaston he was oh so my god good. his gaston is genuinely great he's so good and he's such a good singer as well i mean yep. uh, josh gad was definitely uh, there to help him along the way because they worked oh, yeah. perfectly together um yeah. and uh, okay actually it's a good point uh but they disney has this um I know it's not quite in, in our subject um, mm. purview, but I'm going to tangent a bit. Okay. Um, I'm going to bring up the fact that they were like, hey, look, in our version, LeFou is gay. And then they barely <laughs> kind of... It's that thing. It's that Disney thing where they're like, look, it's our first gay character. And they've said that about five times and they've always been like periphery characters and there's no yeah. uh, like specific... It's like, okay, guys, when are you actually going to make a movie with a gay um, protagonist... Uh, uh, or are you just never going to do that because you you are the biggest company in the world and the idea of of catering to the LGBT community um, would uh, what's the word uh, t- cut you off from all the conservative um, mothers who who uh, find the sight of any kind of uh, yeah. gay person repulsive. Um, I think it's 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 what you said last. Yeah, it's like. Um, I think they are more afraid of what will happen if they will properly do it than yeah. than actually, you know, satisfy uh like basically I don't know, sixty or seventy percent of their audience. <laughs> it honestly frustrates the hell out of me because I they are in such a position to put representation at the very forefront of their films. Yeah. Yeah. And like genuinely change because I mean, like I said, they pretty much own the entire film industry uh, at this point. Yeah, uh, yeah. In, in Hollywood, I mean, they literally own Fox and <laughs> yep. and uh, oh, I mean, they just bought Fox. They bought Marvel like a few years. They bought Star Wars. They own everything. They own everything. Um, it's and it's like if you actually took the risk and made a movie where uh, uh you had a gay protagonist mm. and that story was like integral to your plot you could change so much like there were like and it's that thing of like it i'm 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 huge into this like representation is the most important thing Mm. on on television the moment we start pushing representation and actually giving stories to people uh where they can see themselves more readily and people who might not regularly interact with uh, you know certain uh, groups of people yeah can did they get it in to understand other people's stories? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when you start changing minds. Yeah. And it's like you you have the perfect platform for that. You are the biggest film in, in company in, you know... In the world. The Western world. Yeah. And it's like, it just... If you took the risk, you would get great results, honestly. Um, and I know there, there would be backlash. I'm not saying there wouldn't be a bunch of people like angrily being like, "I can't believe you're shoving this thing down my throat." Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, unfortunately, yeah. 
that doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. Exactly. exactly. Like I, that is the, that's my big. Uh, um, oh my god. I I think I I I am always a bit protective with Disney. I don't know why. I I think they are just they just. <laughs> you know have, what? I think they're fine. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, I think I honestly think they are fine. Uh. But at the same time, uh, I think they might be just waiting for the right moment to do it, which I am not against, if I'm honest. Like. Seeing, like, j- this is just a recent example for this. Fucking idiots, because I don't have a better word for it, uh, <laughs> complained because of diversity's um, beautiful Oh my god, act. Jesus Christ. Like, <laughs> we, live in a, <laughs> we live in a world where this is a possibility. Oh my god. And, uh, I mean, I, yeah, I'm, all right, no, you could keep, I'm, keep going. I, I, am, I am all for giving everyone the platform. And I do believe that we just have to push the boundaries at the end yeah. of the day. But at the same time, I I don't think they are doing it wrongly. I think the fact that they are taking time to do it is not necessarily a bad thing because they did, for example, this is just like the easiest example for me. Uh, they took time to build up Marvel, right? Uh, and we know cool. uh, that they now... Uh, announced that there will definitely be um, uh, LGBTQ characters in Marvel as well and we already Mm. saw a few uh, minor examples Uh, but it's getting there like it's it's nice and slow and I think this is their approach with almost everything to be honest like yeah like let's do it nice and slow and I think for some people, uh, I I hate that it it even needs to be said but uh, Mm. and it's even a thing but maybe nice and slow works a bit better yeah um, i worry they're going too slow that's, that's my that's, that's where true. i'm standing that with is... it i think they're going i i think way they could too slow. Way too i slow. think they could be big, making bigger steps and making more obvious steps obvious steps. like yeah, yeah, yeah. uh you say you say that they, they might be waiting for the right moment but it's like i don't think there's going to be a right moment yeah i think that they're gonna just ha- they if they if they're gonna do anything they should just just do it yeah do yeah. it yeah. <laughs> at yeah. a certain point where it's kind of like uh, at this point we don't have any information and they are they are actually planning anything um along those lines for like a, a, a disney classic you know um that's true and it and it's like it's so at this point it's like well how do we know then how do we know that they're actually making any because they can spew the company line as many times as they like but without actually doing anything at a mm. certain point you're just sort of you're, ju- you're just saying things without um making any real effort you yeah. know yeah yeah, yeah. I, um, agree. I agree but uh, and it's like that, that's why i say it's like you, disney are the this gigantic company so they have the clout and they have the ability to fail like they have the ability they, to yeah. take a loss yeah, yeah. And still be fine. And still it's be not fine, like yeah. it's not like doing a movie like this is going to completely destroy them, you know. That is a very fair point. I agree. I I have to agree. But uh, at the same time, I kind of see their side as well. Even though I think that they are really slow. <laughs> like mm. this is just too slow, Disney. Like uh, I yeah. think it was quite obvious in the original Beauty and the Beast that Lafu is a bit gay. Like not. I mean, like, sure. I think it's obvious, but like I think it's also very easy to, to not just... see it. Like to, to blatantly try not to see it, that's, right? That's true, but I think it was it was kind of obvious. Like for me, it was like it was very obvious. I I always thought that he was in love. Sure, I Justin. thought. It, I, I I mean, watching it, I think the subtext is quite clear. But I also think it's very obvious 
it, 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 when you play things in subtext like that, yeah, you basically give people that you give yourself deniability. Yeah. where it's like you sure they put out a statement being like this is X, Y, and Z and all that sort of stuff, but people watching it still have the ability to deny deny that it exists. Like they yeah, can yeah, be yeah. like, oh, "Why well, not my reading of the movie?" And it's like, oh, "Okay, well then we should go ahead and make a movie where they're, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know." Um, oh, I agree. I agree. They like, can't deny the subtext. They, they. I just wish that they just they would just put it in there, like obviously, like just make it yeah. obvious, like just make it like just make it like you don't even have to make it like the movie about that. Yeah, just have it as a part of a movie, of a, like yeah, yeah, as, yeah. as a as a front and center part of the movie that doesn't necessarily have to be about that thing, right? Exactly. It's like you you put romance in pretty much literally every single one of your films anyway. Why not just have it between like a couple of girls, you know, or a couple of dudes? Okay, yeah. I don't remember which. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, um, you know, like it was even a big change for them uh, to not have romance involved. Like the first mm. flagship, of, flagship of this was uh, uh, Mulan, the the original Mulan. And they, oh, yeah, of course. They carried it over to the film as well, which I honestly like. <laughs> That's that's my complaint. I, I I kind of wish that you know Shang and Mulan and oh my god, I'm very shallow. Okay, I'm very Listen, shallow. I was gonna... little... make it a little bit gay because Shang was clearly into her <laughs> when she, she, she thought he was a dude. <laughs> I'm just saying, just putting it out there. Um, so so you know, but it's okay. Um, and um, now we have princesses that they just don't need a man uh, to be yep. uh, complete uh, uh, badasses. Like, come yep. on, um, I like that. But it's once again, it took a lot of time to get there, and I think that that might be their problem that they are taking yeah. too much time. Like, I, just... yeah, I just think that they have the ability to push the envelope way more than they. they but I, I I honestly think that they, that we are getting there. Like we now know that Tessa Thompson's character. Um, uh, Valkyrie in uh, the tour, the next tour movie is like obviously coming out as as uh, yeah. That, as, I mean, that would be. I'm I'm excited to see that. Hundred um, percent. Uh, I am they in. They do that properly. I am in. But like, I think I honestly I think the one that really fucks me over the most yeah. is the fact that um uh that when uh, I haven't watched the second one yet, but the, in the Fantastic Beast movies, yeah. When they were like, hey, I mean, you know, many years ago, J.K. Rowling was like, by the way, Dumbledore's gay. And we all went, oh, wow, interesting. And then now it turns out that J.K. Rowling's a fucking turf and she can go fuck herself. (laughs) Um, But, uh, uh, you know, they were like, oh, Dumbledore's gay. And then they were like, oh, no, we're going to tell this story about Dumbledore and Grindelwald, which was clearly the relationship between them was romantic. But they're like, we're not going to really, you know, address it that much in the film. And it's like... Why not? Right, yeah. Why not? Why not? What is the point then? Why would you just say that? No, I know what the point is. You want points for performatism. And it's yeah. like, if you don't actually want to make the effort in actually pushing yeah. the envelope in any stretch of the imagination. You just want to be like, oh, I, I can say it, but we're not going to show it because God forbid, <laughs> um, you know, we shut out any of those conservative right? Christian women in America or, you know, any God. other deeply homophobic uh, group, yep. a group of people yeah yeah <laughs> i just it frustrates me oh, and it's yeah. like you i i can't i will never be able to get over this it's like you i i think i just find that when it comes to representation and things you have to make the effort to do it because yep. you can't just let it happen naturally yep. you have to be hiring the people who are going to make uh to help bring about that change you need to be hiring more exactly. diverse crews you need to be hiring more diverse actors mm. 
and you need to be hiring more uh, hiring more diverse people behind the camera who help bring in more diverse people uh, in front of you know just it it, it it is a widespread thing where you have to make the effort in every area uh, yeah. that you are, are doing it in yeah i realize that none of this is about remakes sequels or prequels <laughs> but apparently this is where this conversation is going now. <laughs> it is it is we are kind of still in there uh we just you know go everywhere <laughs> within this uh topic which is fine honestly um <laughs> i'm gonna <yeah>. attention yes <laughs> um uh, the last one that i would say about this is i think their fear is bigger uh uh, than anything else um, yep. and uh, I think that's a bad thing but at the yep. same time I still trust in this day that uh, you know the, they are getting there um, like I, I'm not gonna lie I was kind of hoping like not just kind of I was really hoping that that would be a captain and, and Bucky romance and you know I think a lot of people were I'm, I was like I would I mean come on it was like come on <laughs> there like why not <laughs> um um but, but, you know some dreams are just gonna stay on the ground i guess yeah um but um i th- i i do trust them i i think they are getting there even if they are fucking slow uh but mm. i think they they see that change is right just it's very very we much needed to. and and they're gonna have to bend at some point otherwise 100%. they are gen- they're gonna lose so much so yes the, the yeah. faith that they have in 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 you know their audience that is lgbt yeah uh, you know just I, just I, go for it disney that's our message just, to you just, yeah just fucking do it already just do it already and and we're gonna be happy everyone's gonna be happy and those who don't they just don't matter like yeah. to be honest with you like uh for me yes. it's just a quick just get on the right side of things my guy exactly just a, just a quick quick setup of uh step up of of everything i i just homophobes uh racist and and people like that they are not people for me i just don't care about them like if if you still have those views just don't listen to us as well like i that's what i would say like <laughs> frankly tubs can leave yeah uh, just fuck off <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm not i'm not having anybody who doesn't recognize that every you know i'm gonna we're gonna go through the whole thing trans rights are human rights black lives matter black the lives whole matter. shebang uh Everything. i am we're 100% on board with yep. uh, everything. Yep. Fucking ACAB. Uh. <laughs> so if if you, you're against these, just just go away. You don't have to listen to us. And um, hmm. uh, anyways, I honestly don't care about those people's opinion. Um, yeah. So yeah, uh, but getting back to remakes. Uh, and <laughs> anyway. The, anyway, uh, on the Disney front. So I, I don't mind it at all. Uh, hmm. I, I really enjoy Beauty and the Beast. I yep. really enjoyed Aladdin. I'm not gonna lie. It, I think it was really, really fun. And Will Smith did an after, amazing after they job. fixed Will Smith's gigantic yeah. blue stuff. Yes, uh, but I think he was really good as Genie. Like uh, I wish they would have let him to be Genie more. Like mm. in a way where don't make him sing, make him rap because that's Will Smith. And yeah. uh, I mean, they let Robin Williams do whatever he wanted, and that's yeah, why it, the Genie worked. Kind of, so yeah. You know, give Will Smith the space to be Will Smith as the genie. Um, yeah. But otherwise, he did a great job. I really, really enjoyed the dynamic between him and Aladdin. Um, so I, I really enjoyed that. I think Lion King sucked. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, you're, you have an amazing cast in your hand. And I am honestly surprised by John Favreau because uh, he did an amazing remake for The Jungle Book. Um, so I just, I just, don't know what happened 
Disney. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Uh, But then I would like to say, and I would like to put it out there right now, that Beyonce uh, created Black is King, which is basically a Lion King story in uh, told in a very different way but in a very beautiful way uh so if you haven't seen it yet just go to disney plus and just watch it just (laughs) just do it uh it's a much better experience than uh lion king was i'm afraid like that just it just didn't work um (laughs) i loved mulan i didn't miss the music i didn't miss uh mushu or the crickets i just loved it and that's it that's all i'm gonna say about it so i don't have a problem uh, with what they are doing i am actually really looking forward to hercules uh i i oh, see there you go there's another one that actually i think could work very well hercules uh, is one of my favorites oh, i yes. love hercules um and i would be very interested to see what they do with hercules as long as they i mean with that one i'm like keep the music Keep the music. Please, 100%. please keep the music. Keep the music. I, I want to see. I want to see Meg singing. Um, I want to say I'm in love. Yes. I want to see. I want to see the muses. The muses. That's the big one. Yes. I want to see the muses. Oh yes. Um, I honestly, oh. I have the perfect cast for it. I want Chris Hemsworth as Hercules. For me, it's, it's oh, just it just works as Hercules. Um, uh, and I have a perfect idea for Hades, and uh, it should be Hugh Lowry. I'm just. I'm just gonna. Put Holy it out fuck! There. Just you know what? I love that. <laughs> I honestly think that he would kind do an amazing job. Idea, <laughs> so there are so many things that are. I I honestly think that Disney is gonna remake all their animated movies, and I yeah. live for it. Like I don't mind it at all. Uh, that's yeah. and I say that there are remakes that I just don't mind. I don't yeah. think they are necessary. I'm not going to say that. Yeah. But I, I mean, just... if there are things where I, I hear remake, they're remaking X, Y, and Z, and I'm like, yeah, all right. See what they do with yeah. that. Um, I remember a little while ago, though, they were like, oh, there's there's rumors about them remaking The Princess Bride. And I'm like, don't you fucking no, touch. No. Don't you dare. No. Just leave it alone. Yep. We don't. Like, that is one that I'm just like, just leave it. It's just perfect. Yeah, just you don't have to touch it just go away <laughs> just, just just get your kids to fucking watch it because it's great yeah, exactly like uh, yeah there are uh, yeah so we agree on this part i think uh. uh when it comes to reboots which is once again uh rebooting a complete franchise sometimes sometimes just a movie like yeah. what they are doing with dune because i think that is considered a reboot and not a remake I, yeah, th- I don't even think that like I said because they're not they're not I suppose yeah I suppose because they I, they are going straight from the from material the again yeah yeah so I I think that's more like a reboot which I don't yeah. mind I honestly like honestly I'm not gonna lie the original movies is just it's not really working for me <laughs> it's I did watch them but uh it's a it's a Lynch movie right it's yeah, a Lynch movie yeah but it's uh, I I my, my best friend is a very big fan of David Lynch but yeah. um they they already know that I watched Mott Holland Drive and came out of it with a ton of issues. <laughs> Yep. I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm like, I'm not, I wasn't into that. But but this one, I, I, I'm just going to put this out there. I think Denis Villeneuve is just amazing. I fucking love Denis Villeneuve. Uh, I, I think um, Prisoners is one of my favorite goddamn yes. films. I think ever. Um, I, I love that movie. I mean, yep. it's Denis Villeneuve's incredible directing style paired with roger deakins it's um yeah. cinematography it's like oh it's gorgeous it's gorgeous um that you know and obviously blade runner 2049 is uh a um, work of art on. yeah uh, <laughs> like come on 
and that's um, that's a sequel. So oh yeah, there you go. That's actually that's a really interesting one because I think they did a really interesting. I didn't like the original Blade Runner neither. that much. I liked the final third of it. I liked the whole yeah. third act. Yeah. I thought that was very... But the first part of it didn't grab me properly. Nope. And I found it a bit slow and blah, blah, blah. Mm. But Blade Runner 2049 is also... It's, I mean, it's it's two hours and 45 minutes. That, that movie's long. It but is long. I think he creates such an atmosphere in it. Yes. That I enjoyed just sort of sitting in it. Yep. And it was, I mean, such a visual treat that I was kind of like, I, I, I like this a lot. And yep. obviously, fucking Ryan Gosling is. Oh come on. Um, uh, I, you can watch it anything. Yep. By the way, if you haven't seen the Nice Guys, you absolutely <laughs> have to because I think Ryan Gosling needs to do more comedic roles. He's fucking hilarious. Oh yeah, I agree. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, if you, you when you have a leading man who is sort of as watchable as somebody like Ryan Gosling is, and you create so much of a world that is yeah. such a visual uh, treat like you the, all of the pieces were there for that that sequel to be genuinely great yep. and you had enough time between it i think i think part of the reason that that sequel is genuinely gorgeous mm. is because ridley scott it was only like a producer on it yeah yeah i, I think if they'd let ridley scott make another movie oh, and, no. like direct another movie i don't think it would have been anywhere near as good yeah i have major problems with ridley scott we're gonna oh, get same. into it um it's very shortly um <laughs> and um but yeah i mean um uh where, where were we at the beginning i don't even remember i mean i think we've kind of gone around in a lot of circles I we're we're I at the same so. sort of <laughs> same sort of point i think that we agree that there there's a place for you know reboots remakes all of these things it just shouldn't be dominating the market oh, and yes, that's yes, the yes, issue yes, that we, yes. that i think everybody who enjoys cinema in, in any respect um finds where it's just sort of like oh what's at the cinema oh there's another marvel movie on oh there's uh there's another you know uh, that this one's a sequel to X, Y, and Z, and mm. blah blah blah. Mm. I, I, th- I think the only thing we haven't really brought up there, and I think Blade Runner brings that very, very nicely, is taking a property that was very much loved in seventies, eighties, and making like a sort of sequel reboot esque thing to it, where they bring it back, but they give it a new story for the new for a new generation. So I'm thinking of things like uh, Blade Runner, and I'm thinking of the new Bill and Ted movie. Mm. Um, which I've actually heard very good things about. It's really um, good. Uh, yeah, um, and I, I can't think of anything else off the top of my head. But they are—they are more sequels than reboots. Yeah, but in the sense that they—they they are sequels, but they're sequels in a different capacity. I mean, than like your regular like here's the first, here's X story, and then that we've continued it with this story because hmm. there's so much time between yeah, yeah, yeah. one movie and another. Oh no, that it, it's a fair point. It's a fair point. I'm not going to say it's not. So um, it, it's kind of this amorphous thing where yes, it is a sequel, but it's also kind of a reboot where they're kind taking of, yeah. this thing and they're and they're. I mean, it is like they're like giving it a little new punch and they're bringing it into um uh, a modern day setting and they're introducing uh X Y and Z franchise to yeah. uh, a generation that would have missed it because they were not alive at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I'm I'm also not against that idea, but I think it needs to be done properly. As yep. with like all of the things that we've mentioned, it's like you need to have an actual. You can't just bring this back thing X thing back because you think that it would be interesting, or you know you mm. think it might make a bit of money or whatever. You you have to have people on board with with a project like that you, who have an idea for a story 
and are uh, willing to, you know, create it into something that's actually going to mean something. You yeah. know, it's going to yeah. mean something to the people who saw it once. Yeah, you know, way back in the day, and it's going to mean it's something to the people who come see it now. They're going to enjoy the actual story as is, and they'll want to go back and watch the other things. Yeah, yeah you yeah. know. Oh no, I I a hundred percent agree, and. Um... Uh, it did came back to me that we were talking about reboots because they are very different from uh, remakes. And uh, yeah. I actually, before we started talking, I uh, did read through an art, uh, article and uh, I found some uh, things that they wrote in that that was a bit weird. Like, uh-huh. um, uh, for me, uh, the new Star Trek movies is uh, the reason that I got into Star Trek. I'm not gonna lie. I love those movies. I love them. I, I, I know that basically Gigi Abrams did what Gigi Abrams does always, mm. is uh, that he used the nostalgia for the people who already yeah. were into Star, uh, Star Trek, but also he was able to introduce it to uh, people who weren't really into Star Trek, yeah. and now they... I mean, I am in love with Star Trek now, I'm not gonna lie. Um, <laughs> I, I am a regular watcher of Star Trek Discovery as well. I cannot wait for the new season to arrive. I watched Picard, and uh, and the new Star Trek movies were the reason why I watched mm. um, um, older uh, movies as well. And yeah. uh, honestly, I think that's the best way a reboot can work. Yeah, it's... I think a big part of the reason those Star Trek movies did so well is that they they nailed the casting oh, as well. Because I mean, on. Chris Pine as 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 James T. Kirk is fucking phenomenal. Fucking awesome. I like I there is no way I can't at this point. Obviously, they uh, it's very Star Trek's in a very sort of amorphous place at the moment with the movies mm. because there was some there was some contract negotiations that meant that Chris Pine and Zachary Quinto like left the sort of project um, and now there's like Noah Hawley's um, making some kind of Star Trek project I don't think it's about Kirk uh, and there's like a lot of things kind of up in the air at the moment so I don't think that the those movies are going to be I don't know if there's going to be any more of those specific um, so here's Star what, Trek movies. Here's what happened with Star Trek because I was like I am still angry because of this I'm not going to lie um, uh, so first um, Star Trek features someone who stands really close to my heart and who is unfortunately not with us anymore it's Anton Yachin and uh, I loved him to pieces I once had the chance to meet with him he was the kindest most genuine soul in the whole world I'm not gonna lie Uh, it broke my heart uh, when it was announced that that he passed away that news dropped on my birthday what it was yeah it it happened on my birthday like a friend of mine I was hanging out with some friends of mine Uh, I think it was my oh I don't remember what, what, what birthday it was now but um uh, she she brought up an article and was like, oh, uh, Anton Yelchin died. And I was like, what? I mean, literally my brain exploded. Because, yeah. I mean, it's one of those things. It's just like, it came out of nowhere. Mm. Um, it, I mean, it, it, was, was, a it was a complete accident. accident. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's like, you just can't, it's one of the, it's like, you just can't do anything about it. Apart from, you know, make sure that X cars don't keep getting yeah. manufactured. Or, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. or, you know, whatever gets fixed in them. It, it was it was uh, for me it was heartbreaking it, the... i mean it, yeah it, 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 i it breaks my heart um I mean... there's a, a there's a actually a, a, a funny enough a remake that i really enjoy called fright night yes has, um, he's, he's in <laughs> yes. it colin farrell's in it david tennant's david in it Tennant is it's in great it. it's fucking awesome that is a very good remake um and uh, what i want to say about him very quickly is yep. uh, there's a documentary out 
uh, called mm. Love and Tosha. And, I need, um, need to get around to watching that. It's amazing. And what I found out about Anton because of that movie is very heartbreaking is that he actually had cystic fibrosis, which is a deadly condition as well. So thinking about that and how he was suffering at the end from it uh, is just why the freak accident is horrible. Mm. But I couldn't help but think after the documentary that we wouldn't have had him for such a long time anyway. Mm. And it's it's heartbreaking. Um, um, I recommend that uh, documentary. And yeah. uh, Anton's every movie is something that I can recommend without a doubt. Uh, and he was amazing as Chekhov in um, in Star Trek. And Keep what... the bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what I hate with this whole thing that's going around with Star Trek is um, they wanted to make the fourth movie bringing mm. back Chris Hemsworth who played Kirk's dad um, yeah. and uh, that's where the negotiations uh, went completely sideways because obviously uh, that's like already four huge names in there with Zachary, yeah. Chris Pine, Zoe and now Chris Hemsworth as well and it True. would have just went up too much uh, that the studio decided to drop in and what they dropped with that is also was the fact that they would have said goodbye to Chekhov so it wouldn't have uh, they wouldn't have had a recast uh, for the role which I right. I, I think it, I honestly yeah. was looking forward for that. Um, and then uh, the second thing that happened with it is that Quentin Tarantino was supposed to direct uh, the next Star Trek movie. And that's why Chris Pine, Zachary Quinto and everyone came back because they were so on board with the fact that Tarantino, fucking Tarantino comes in uh, uh, to do a spin on it. And right. then Tarantino dropped out, I think, a month ago. So... We don't know what's happening with Star Trek. Yeah, it's uh, it's yeah. kind of there. Is, there is some kind of Star Trek movie that's in the work with Noah Hawley. Yeah, um, which uh, but I think it's an entirely different mm. sort of story. It is probably uh, yeah. Um, which I'm not against because I really like Noah Hawley. I like like I mentioned Legion last uh, episode. Yeah. Um, of our podcast, which was uh, it, it was his it was one of his shows. I need to get around to watching Fargo at some point, but I've heard really good things about that as mm. well. So it's like I'm interested. Yeah, but I, you know, I'm I'm sad that it's, it's like I mean, especially as Star Trek Beyond wasn't as good as uh, I think the the first Star Trek or Into Darkness was. Yeah, I'm not yeah, saying yeah. it was bad. I, it just wasn't as great. It, it wasn't um, as great. Yeah, uh, it, it yeah, it just makes me sad. There are it, bits yeah, of... I wish I wish they would just get back to it and just do it because I honestly think that these Star Trek movies were amazing. I really yeah. enjoy them. To this day um, like man i miss i miss watching simon peck me scotty yes oh my god just just bring him back just give us back simon peck as scotty and we are happy um <laughs> so yeah so star trek definitely worked as a reboot i i would say that I, with I, yeah i think part of why star trek works well is that there's i mean admittedly this was specifically a reboot because we thought we you they were using characters that had been yeah. established in the story before but they also changed the story around where they mm -hmm. uh explained how the original series um the um you know could technically still exist within the canon within the, of yeah 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 of the movies yeah Plus, but the, the i think as i was saying the big thing about how the star trek franchises in general is that it's so big that you can tell as like a ton of different stories exactly. within it yeah so it's like you can you can keep the universe and just 
branch off in so many different directions to bring it back in 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 and and tell a bunch of really interesting and different stories and the whole point of star trek was that it was meant to be this um great you know diverse and and different thing on television it was meant to celebrate uh people all sorts of different peoples and everybody was meant to be at peace and all that sort of stuff Mm. um i think the 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 world of it is so rich that you can kind of keep going with it Mm. you know Yeah, yeah 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 One could say the same with Star Wars, but I think that at this point we're all fatigued. Oh God, Let, let's let's not get into Star Wars right now. Honestly, <laughs> like uh, um, at first, I the only thing I will say that we will talk about Star Wars uh, before the Mandalorian arrives, and we will have a guest to talk about Star Wars. So uh, one day it's, I'll it's, watch the Mandalorian. You have to watch it because we have to talk about the Mandalorian. Um, so anyway, <laughs> um, we will definitely talk about Star Wars in. There will be just one episode talking about Star Wars. Um, yep. uh, and you'll hear all of my exciting opinions about The Rise of Skywalker. Oh, fuck, and mine as well. Uh, <laughs> and I will just put this out there right now. I don't know how you feel about it, Katie, but I will just put it out there. I love The Last Jedi. Just putting I, it out there. Uh, yeah, I have my like small issues with it, but I think it's a brave movie. And that's why I love it. Because uh, they dare to change. The fact that The Rise of Skywalker is a fucking coward's movie. It's uh, a fucking <laughs> idiot. Um, but we will get into it <laughs> once uh, that time. episode goes in. Um, um, what I will really, really want to talk about uh, before we end uh, this episode is mm. fucking Ridley Scott. Ridley Scott, I hate ah, you. Yes. I'm sorry. I gotta say this out loud. Uh, I love the new t- TV series that is uh, out, uh, Raised by Wolves. But uh, what you did with Alien is unforgivable in my uh, honest opinion interesting I, I i have my issues with ridley scott after gods of egypt oh fuck me <laughs> i never i didn't watch it but the fact that he the, the every if after you know people were like hey why did you make this movie about egyptians and not cast any egyptians Egyptian, in it and yep. he made that comment that i i can't remember off the top of my head nor do i really want to repeat you can find it if you google it um oh, it's just rude and it was racist and yeah uh, <laughs> it's yep. like my guy um stop <laughs> yeah just don't talk anymore um like, for, for me he he killed himself uh with how he treated an alien and uh i think where he lost me completely is i actually did enjoy prometheus while i i don't think it's an alien movie like it mm. i will definitely not consider it as a prequel uh and i would just put it out there that we didn't need to know uh what the space jockey was and where the space jockey came from and we didn't need to know how the alien were created and I honestly think that it's dumb best shit so I just leave it out there but where he lost me completely is the fact that Neil Blomkamp wrote an amazing script for uh, a new alien movie where Sigourney Weaver aka the fantastic Alan Ripley would have returned and Hicks would have returned and Newt would have returned because they would have just cancelled the third and fourth episode and just made another third episode with you know advanced aliens and an advanced story and they had makeup tests done they had uh, everybody on board I mean everyone on board and then why they couldn't do it because uh, Prometheus bombed at the box office Uh, Ridley Scott was already working on a new movie in the Prometheus universe because I refuse to call it Alien Universe and then um, and then suddenly when he saw that people were excited 
for Neil Blomkamp's new idea, he suddenly named the new movie Alien Paradise, and then he named it Alien Covenant and made a bullshit movie, and that's why we will never see Neil Blomkamp's movie. And I'm like, fuck you, I hate you, just no. (laughs) Okay, yeah, I mean, I don't know much about Alien, I'm going to be honest. Um, I will get around to watching it at some point. It's very much, it's very high on my list of things to to watch and um, understand the culture of. Um, But yeah, I can see why you're mad. (laughs) I am so mad. Every time I have to talk about it, I just feel like that I will just blow up. (laughs) Anyway. You know what's funny? We did this whole thing and I didn't even go into my usual rant, rant about mid-mudget movies. Um, <laughs> True. I, I, don't, I, don't even, I don't know if you can even be bothered right now. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, uh, Hollywood, please make more mid-budget uh, films because we need more original ideas with uh, mid-budget um, mm-hmm. mid-budgets because I think they're the most interesting. Uh, it, you, we need more... We need the ability to make more film original IPs uh, like you give to Nolan. Um, uh, but with a newer and uh, more up-and-coming filmmakers that's where my big stance on it I think that is the direction that Hollywood would be smart to go in Mm. if they were to want to you know revive it as like a a sort of an industry you know that makes something new yeah Uh, Yeah. instead of just being the reboot remake uh, sequel machine where it's churning out the same shit over and over again yeah it should yeah, we we should be investing in going and finding indie storytellers and giving them slightly larger budgets to make new and uh interesting original stories i mean um, is, is exactly what we should be doing i mean um why i do agree i think they are kind of doing this as well because uh if i just think about i can list at least 10 or 15 people uh, who got their bigger chances after their indie movie and uh, uh, Dennis will yeah, but is, is one of them okay, uh, okay. Trevor True. is Dendi- one of them but okay I think a lot of the ones there you they're picking out a lot of indie directors to go and produce blockbusters I mean, and I'm saying we need um because uh, i mean you, there were multiple indie directors who got picked out to direct things like like you mentioned um colin Trevorrow, who got picked out to direct jurassic world yeah uh, and he was going to do star wars but then other things happened yeah and like there are mo- the, the directors of captain marvel were both indie directors and etc etc what i want is a more diverse showing of uh like mid-budget films like the sort of 20 to 100 million bracket where they're making you know bigger original stories that aren't your hollywood blockbuster like i think i think john wick is one of the the last uh bastions of like an interesting action title that kind of came out of nowhere and was like oh this is like an original Mm. action film and did very well and now i've made like a ton of sequels for it but so it's kind of it's that sort of self-fulfilling prophecy thing but they're still quite mid-budget films I think Nolan is one of the last people who make genuinely really original stuff. But I think that there are more people out there who want to make stuff on the ilk of Nolan, Mm. but haven't been given the opportunity to do so because they're like, well, you're an unknown and we don't want to give you, you know, this, it's sort of amorphous amount of money. Like, I think that there's just this disparity between these gigantic blockbuster movies and these beautiful um, indie films. Okay, um, but 
uh, while I'll agree, I think mm. uh, they need to take the step where they are doing a blockbuster as well. Uh, and here's a good example. Ryan Johnson directed The Last Jedi and then he went on go. to do right, Knives right, yeah, Out. Right, Ryan Johnson is actually a good example of somebody who they, 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 yeah, he's gone and done Last Jedi now and he's now being able to make these interesting mid-budget movies. But I want to see a more diverse showing of people in that category because all of the people I can think of in that category are white men. And I want to see more women and I want to see more uh, people of color. Like, mm. when was the last time you heard of a black woman creating a mid budget, like, action movie? Uh... Exactly my point. Yeah. I'm not, it, like, there are, true, I, true. I find it impossible to believe that there aren't people out there that want to be telling these kinds of stories. I think, honestly, the last thing I heard of that was actually interesting and was kind of like a new. I think the old guard is the last thing I heard of. The old guard, that yes. Elk yep, is, yep. Uh, they, and I w have been making this this argument for a while now. So when I heard that, I was like, "Oh, thank God! There's actually it's right here." But I want more of it. You know, I want more. I want more. You know, diversity in my original content. I That's... want to be able to see more stories like in this. Uh, you know, I can industry. I can say another one that it's a good one. It's TV, but it's it still counts, of course. Uh, uh, it's Misha Green, uh, who created Lovecraft Country. I'm just okay. gonna put her out there because I think TV is a slightly different beast when it comes to this uh, argument for is me. Because I think it's more. I think it's doing better than Hollywood is. Eh, to some extent, I think. Yeah, I think to some extent, yeah, I think it is. I think you are getting more original stuff. I mean, yes, you have the reboots and everything mm. um, the, uh, and whatnot that happen in TV as yeah, well. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at you, x <laughs> Christ uh. alive. Um, I, like, it happens, obviously, but I think yeah. that with places like Netflix and uh, Amazon are doing it as well, and, yeah. and, and uh, you don't see it as much on, on American network television, but... I digress. Um, I think you, there are more original stories being told in television at the moment than there are on That's in true. Hollywood. That is true, but uh, you know, I I will still put Misha Green in there because come on, oh. I I've got, I awesome. will I have to get round to watching Lovecraft Country because oh, I've heard so many definitely. good things about it. It's amazing. Um, all right, I I think we we can wrap it up. Uh, with, yeah, uh, and I got my mid budget um run in. You got it. So yes, we did it. You did I it. Did. I'm it. so glad. <laughs> um, so before we say goodbye, uh, Lily recommends jumps in. Ah yes, um, what have you got to recommend today, my love? <laughs> I have uh, once again two movies. Um, yeah. Just know that I spent this past month. Uh, because of uh, what we just talked about, watching mm. original Korean movies. And mm. uh, I am completely in love with them. I'm not going to lie. Um, so one of them, I will recommend a Korean movie and the other one is a surprise. Uh, watch Ooh. Hashtag Alive on Netflix, which is okay. once again a Korean movie. Uh, it's a zombie movie. Koreans are into zombies. I love it. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I, I live for it. And um, this is, uh, again such an interesting take on the whole situation because uh, they use um, the whole aspect of modern technology and, and things like that in there so smartly. Uh, we basically um, follow a young guy who gets stuck in his own apartment uh, without his family uh, when the whole thing breaks out and he's a gamer, you know, uh, everything for him is about technology and games and, and things like that. And uh, it's very interesting to see uh, how 
they built the whole thing into the movie like you know obviously Seth on surface dies and uh, um, he finds a good way to use um, um, his uh, what is it the the, the, the the those flying things what is it uh, what? Uh, you know, uh, the, not droids. What are they called? I don't know. I'm, so, I, I, I'm, I'm sorry uh, that I don't know what you're going for. <laughs> otherwise, that would absolutely help. <laughs> I don't know. You know, everyone uses them. They do like shots with it. I don't know how they call it. It's just my mind again just died with me. Um, but anyways, <laughs> I'm not. It's I, fine. It's not going to come to me. Uh, and uh, you know they what they showcased in this and what came off for me that is even if you have technology and everything uh, in your hands in a situation like this but in uh, regular situations as well it's just simply not enough it's it's not uh, equivalent to having real human connections and uh, you know it, it goes into really dark places it it does have uh, a little bit of a comedy uh, aspect to it but altogether it is once again so greatly done and I am so glad I decided to watch it because first I, I just I didn't want to uh, and I would just highly recommend to everyone who's uh, into this genre definitely uh, 18 plus uh, I, I will just leave it out there uh, it can get really gruesome uh, at points but uh, it's it's an amazing movie so uh, Netflix hashtag alive um, go for it uh, you're not going to regret it and then the other thing I will recommend is going to be a TV show <laughs> and uh, it did uh, came up just now watch Lovecraft Country it is amazingly done and I am so glad uh, that uh, it is represented uh, through uh, people of color because I honestly think that the fan fantasy and sci-fi uh, genre are just a big uh, advocate uh, to this uh, that we need to see more people of color uh, in there uh, and honestly it's just mind-blowingly good that was a bit of a hiccup I would say after the uh, second and third episode it was like you you couldn't really decide where are they trying to go with it especially mm -hmm. with a very very strong pilot episode uh, but uh, they found their way again and uh, for example the last uh, episode that aired uh, um, the sixth episode was uh, just amazing just mind-blowingly good and um, it's it does have fantasy it has horror elements uh, it has so many things going uh, in there that it is just a pleasure to see it unfold uh, on your screen and I mean it's like TV shows are getting to uh, a movie quality uh, so rapidly that it is incredibly good to see uh, how they evolved throughout the years and Lovecraft Country once again it just I mean the opening scene I'm just gonna put this out there and uh, hopefully Katie you will watch it as well the opening scene of the first episode is just mind-blowingly good i mean it's a trip ride i'm not gonna lie i was like jesus christ <laughs> what's happening <laughs> um but in such a good way and uh, it was so good to watch it that uh, i would just highly recommend this tv series for everyone to watch uh, to give it a chance and, and go for it it's a wild ride it can be gruesome at times it can be a bit too much at times i'm not gonna lie there were some scenes where i was like whoa um but altogether it is 
beautifully put together and I just cannot praise it enough uh, how amazing this show is uh, with all its flaws. Uh, it, it does uh, uh, grab you and it, 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 it really is um, an interesting take uh, on the low, low Lovecraftian world and uh, what he created. So just go for it. I can not recommend it enough. Cool. Uh, I was just curious. So I, I, I Googled um, the a live movie we we're talking about. Mm. Fun fact, which I think is an interesting point to bring up at the end of this episode. It is based off of an original script called Alone by a Hollywood screenwriter named Matt Naylor. Indeed. And that movie is also coming out this year. Yep. <laughs> so it's like, I don't know. It's, I, I just thought that was f- funny uh, yeah. to me. Also, Alone. Uh, which is coming out this year, that the these seem to be a very similar storyline. Mm. Uh, main characters played by Tyler Posey. Yep. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> I was I was wondering if you're gonna search for it. <laughs> I was just like, oh, huh, interesting. I literally only just found out about this film as well because uh, I follow Tyler Posey on Instagram. So I was like, oh, huh. There you go. Interesting. Um, it, it's gonna be interesting to see as well. Like, yeah. Um, and it, 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 I just, you know, we've been talking so much about like, uh, you know, adapting things from yeah. international, um, from an international audience into uh, Hollywood. But it's like, it seems like these things happened at the same time. Yeah. And it's like, he worked on both of them, <laughs> from what I can tell. So it's like, okay, yeah. I guess both of these things have every right to exist in, in the context would, that they do. I would say so. I would definitely say so. So I don't know. Uh, do that as you will. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be interesting to see um, what's going to be similar and what's going to be different. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. It's it's something that I am interested in 100%. For real. Okay. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah. We've done it. Yes, another, oh, it's not quite as long as our last episode, but it is about an hour and a half. So thank you for listening. Um we appreciate everybody who uh, has continued to um, stick with us as we uh, continue to make our way into this. I know this is technically on our second week, but, you know, fourth episode and everything. We're getting there. We're, we have to celebrate getting, on we're the doing, tent. <laughs> we're doing pretty well. Um, yeah, I I think I think that's everything, yeah? Yeah, ne- next week we're going to have our first guest. Oh, yes, that's true. We are. Come on. So look forward to that. It's our lads. biggest fan. Yes, it is. <laughs> it is our biggest fan. <laughs> Um, he's going to be very excited very very excited we're not going to say what we're going to talk about because he Mm -hmm. can't know about it Uh, it's going to be a surprise for him and for you guys as well Um, but I I would give away as little as possible with saying that um, I think it's someone um, we're going to talk about someone who who everyone loves if that makes sense yep I like quite how vague that is Um, (laughs) I do (laughs) I do Yep, I think we got. Let's stick with that. All right. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yep. We love you guys. Bye. Bye.